Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm excited to be sitting here with author Sam Irby. He's author of The Undead Love Beignets, which I'm so fascinated by that title alone. Hi, Sam. How are you today? Doing well, Oki. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Can we start off with this title of yours before we even go into what your book is about, please? Because I love this title. The fact that I love beignets first and foremost, and then the fact that you came up with the undead, which is something kind of like dark, and then you jump it over to loving beignets. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about that? Of course. It, in a way, it kind of catches the audience off guard. This, this book tends to be kind of like a light comedy, but dark at the same time. And it, I felt like the title, The Undead Love Beignets, it's like, oh, that kind of catches people's attention. And I just, I just love the sound of it. The first time I ever said it to some a group of friends, I, I told them I was writing. I said the um, Undead Love Beignets. And they were like, sounds like an anime title, Sam. <laughs> You're like, uh, well, <laughs> well, let's go ahead and dive into your book. Tell me what it's about. Well, actually, I saw it. It's, it's about a necromancer. Okay. What is that? I think I have an idea what it is, but I'm not a big fantasy reader. So can you tell me what that is first and then about your book? Of course. Uh, a necromancer is a being or a sorcerer who can raise the dead, basically. Oh, cool. That's your main character in your book, which is a yeah. necromancer. Yes. Uh, it talks about a undead necromancer. His name is Heteris Radicon. And he ruled the medieval ages with like an iron fist. And he was pure evil. A knight trapped him in an eternal prison where he kind of paid for his sins. Like he was trapped, but he got to see the world as it progressed. Gave him ideas to like chase a childhood dream of becoming uh, a chef. Like these memories come back of him wanting to... (laughs) come something different than he was. The spell that was holding him prison for 500 years or hundreds of years, it collapses and he's out in the free world. But he finds himself in New Orleans where he meets friends, allies, also enemies, new enemies, uh, trying to stop him. At the same time, while he's in New Orleans, he stumbles on a dead girl's body and he brings her back to life to help her figure out who killed her. Oh, man. In exchange, she helps him become help become a chef. And the way the character's kind of oblivious to everything, he tries to uh, do some different things and people are just kind of confused. Like, you're a necromancer. Like, why, why are you going to become a chef? He's like, well, I've always wanted to be one. As a, since I was a kid. I feel like you decided to put something really fun onto like a really dark character. What mm-hmm. made you want to do that? How did that come about? I mean, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> I would read books like 
Lord of the Rings and like, I don't know if you've heard of the Five Kingdoms, but there's always this being that's like been trapped for thousands of years and he's about to come back and kill everyone. I kind of got tired of that idea. And I was oh. like, what if I, put a, what if I put a twist on it? Like he actually doesn't want to be evil. I love that. I think that's such a cool idea. How was your writing process having to do all that? Having to bounce between his really dark character to something like beignets? The process took about three years, I will say. The first idea of him like becoming a chef was like very, it wasn't all the way through. And he has an assistant with him who doesn't know that he wants to be a chef. So Hedris is playing it off like, oh yeah, I want to take over the world and all that stuff. But he doesn't tell his assistant, which kind of snowballs into something awful. Um, <laughs> but the beignets just came from the idea of like in New Orleans. Like, I mean, the city of New Orleans is the right. breeding ground of beignets. And to be a chef in New Orleans is like amazing. And exactly. that's what he wants to do. What yeah. is it about New Orleans that you like so much to base it on there besides what you just said about the food scene and stuff? The the food is amazing. Like I enjoy like the crawfish etouffee, like uh, beignets, the uh, uh, the gumbo there. Mm-hmm. And, but I love the architecture and the music. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I always love to look at the paintings that people make uh, on the sides of the streets and the entertainment. It, it has a character to itself. Um, right. and yes, there's a lot of tourists that go there every year, but it kind of feels homey. Nice. So this book is part of a series. You have set up part of a series, this being the first book. What are Correct. your plans on this series? Uh, so far, I have it as a trilogy. Okay. Um, I will. I'm currently working on the second book at this moment. I know how it begins. I know how it ends. Oh, okay. I just have to uh, figure out the in-between. Uh, it may take some time, but it will uh, happen. And I'm very excited. Can you tell me more about your main character, Heteris? What a name that is, too. How was it writing just him in general? Him in general is kind of fascinating in a way because you see through the eyes of someone who's like could be completely evil, but at the same time, he's not dumb, but he's just kind of like, he's like a child, like trying to play (laughs) with you ways. And it doesn't just take uh, from the perspective of him. It takes from the perspective of his assistant, Ovon, and the girl, Marini, as well as the people trying to find him, which I can't say here because then it would spoil it. I don't blame you. Don't, Don't spoil anything because I'm definitely interested in reading your book. So how about your publishing how was it having to publish this book, your your debut novel? It, at first, I, I wasn't sure, but I, I was writing and I didn't know much about publishing. I knew it was very expensive. Then a friend of mine, he mentioned he made some uh, Bible passage books, like some for Bible study. Mm-hmm. And he did it through Amazon because Amazon does self-publishing. Right. And I was like... I wonder if I could do that. And I started doing some research. The process was fairly simple. 
you just had to format it the right way, had to be edited the right way. How was it since you published this, Sam? How has it been? It's a pretty large book from what I see. It's uh, 602 pages on uh, the physical copy and for uh, Kindle it's 665 which right. I was kind of scared to put an extra page on the Kindle version. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, think of that. <laughs> That's pretty so, cool, actually. <laughs> but I don't think the next few books will be as long as that one. This one was like, I format, before I formatted it, it was like 480 pages. And I thought, oh, that's, that's, that's that good. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about right. You know, Microsoft Word. And then Amazon was like, no, 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 you got to format it this way. Uh, so after I formatted it their way, it slimmed the pages and it was at 602 pages. And I was like, okay, all right. This is like the <laughs> Doom books already. <laughs> but you don't think your other two books will be just as large or just as demanding? If it, it would be nice if they were that large, but I am hoping for it to be a little bit less because I can do hard copies if I do uh, less pages. Oh, I see. I gotcha. Okay. So tell us more about you as an author, Sam. What can you tell us? Well, I grew up in the city of uh, Morton, Mississippi, a small little farm town. And I went to school, uh, uh, high school at Pisgah, uh, which is not too far from where I live. And then I went to college, East Central Community College in Mississippi State University. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> I got a degree in agricultural business management because we, uh, I work on a farm. I started writing possibly, I, I wrote a little bit in high school because okay. I was like, I want to see if I can just see what happens. And I did, um, but I never took it seriously. Now, fast forward 10 years later, I would watch a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies. And I was like, I wonder if I could come up with an idea. And I just started writing again. I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. I mean, it's, it's chicken scratch, but I mean, I wrote something. But it felt right. It know? felt right, exactly. Right. It, it was like, it was therapeutic. That's why I found it as. I wanted to see if I could go further and then... That's when the whole publishing thing uh, came about. Well, congratulations! This is this is a big feat. Yeah, this Thank is you, huge, man, a huge deal. How long ago did you publish this book? It was about uh, this book came out in October. The, gotcha. phys, the the digital copy came out like October twenty seventh. I want to say it was small at first. A lot of people were really wanting, like friends were wanting a physical copy. They were like, we want a physical copy. I was like, well, hold on. I want to wait until January. People were like, no, no, we want it now. I was like, okay. So <laughs> I go to Amazon and I went through the whole process again and did the physical copies. And they saw, it, and I was like, oh my gosh, Sam, this thing's a, this thing's a weapon. I was like, darn right it is. I did my yeah. part. Like, you're like, I worked my ass off for that. So hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. How did it feel having your book physically in your hand? You published that book, your long, hard work. At, at first, it was just, uh, I couldn't believe it, really. Like, I was like, I, I wrote this. This is something I'll leave behind for generations. I mean, it may not be the most successful book. It's not going to be like Stephen King writing. But I did that. Like I was able to 
work on something not a lot of people can. I think it's amazing. Thank you. So what other genres do you are you interested in? Is it something that you gonna continue writing as far as as far as kind of like a like a mix between light and dark comedy yet it's kind of it's it's a really mi- a good mixture. This book series will probably be the light comedy one. I am working on another project as well. It's a lot darker and there's not really any comedy in it. Uh, oh. actually projects on that. And then I'm going back to a light comedy book, not a series, but that's in the way future. So I, I have a plan for uh, all the uh, the books. I guess just like me as a reader, I can go from reading a thriller to something kind of funny and and then go. But that's me reading versus you guys having to like write a whole entire book. So that's a different thing. <laughs> I enjoy fantasy a lot more than science fiction. I do enjoy thrillers. But I guess in a way, the fantasy side catches my attention a lot more. I'd like to sometimes read horror books as well. I don't know if I can make a horror book, but uh, <laughs> it would be definitely interesting. I know of a horror author and just all the stuff that he posts. Like, uh, I'm just like, you read this all day, every day? Like, does your mind go elsewhere <laughs> to oh, like, yeah. take a break? So he just watches like Godzilla movies and stuff. That's what he says. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> well, you got to take a break from it. If, if you... Yeah. All right, Sam, what else can you tell us about your book, your journey, anything else to add? For some people, they'll, they'll love the book. Some of them may cry. There's emotional stuff in it. Uh, they may laugh. They may just find the adventure very fun. They may not like it at all. And that's okay. The book may not be for everyone, but it's a book like high schoolers can read. Like I, I swore in this book not to like curse or anything. Like I didn't like the idea of this book, like having a lot of swear words. Now I, I curse like a sailor sometimes. No, I, I like to keep things kind of simple uh, with my work and I want to continue that hopefully uh, in the future. This book has given me a lot of insight, a lot of, I've gotten a lot of feedback on the story so I can work better with uh, the second book coming out, hopefully uh, soon. I look forward to your second book and even your whole entire trilogy. So I'm, I'm excited with you. So where can we get your book besides Amazon or is that the main venue? That is the main venue right now. I'm trying to work out something with Barnes and Nobles, but I think there's a process for that as well. But you can find me on Facebook and Twitter. It's Irby Writing. You'll see my book cover and there'll be a link on both uh, sites uh, that go straight to Amazon. Gotcha. Sam. Are you not on Instagram? That's all I do. <laughs> I know my, my sister said the same thing. I was like, Sam, you're not on Instagram. And I was like, I don't use Instagram. I probably do need to make one on Instagram. I'm gonna make a that. note. I'm gonna hold you up to that. I'm gonna I like do. I'm gonna email you in like a week and be like, where is it, Sam? <laughs> I don't see it. I do have a TikTok. Okay. Uh, kind of it's just labeled the undead love beignets. And you'll see my the icon of the book, which you'll see on Amazon. I, I'm a little bit everywhere. I'm trying to organize like where I'm at so people aren't trying to find me, like having a hard time. 
I want to say thank you, Sam, for coming by and talking to me today because I think just the title, The Undead Love Beignets, I think it's really attractive already. And the fact that it's like a like a light comedy and there's darkness to it. I like the clash. I think it's really cool. And then you also said it's emotional, which I'm like, yes, I want to read that. <laughs> Any last minute thing you want to add before we say bye? I guess to the audience, follow your dreams. Just start right on the page. Just see what happens. Expect the unexpected. Just put it out there. You never know what you might find. Ah, perfectly said. Thank you, Sam. I will talk to you next time. You're going to definitely come back. And talk to me when you get your second book going. But I'm also going to make sure that you have Instagram somehow. Somehow <laughs> I'm going to like hold you responsible. <laughs> That's on my list. That's on my to-do list then. But I will talk to you later, Sam. Thank you for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie others as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.